how you were talking about how like whenever you like grow up or you go to college and you uh like start realizing there's other people mm-hmm. in the yeah. world oh, yeah. um it it reminded me of how um I had a friend in high school and um she kind of realized it like during high school oh, yeah yeah um so like people people go through that religious or falling out of religion phase like at different times and um it happened to me really late actually but uh uh for her she she was saying like oh yeah like how do you know that these people in you know india how how are do you know right? that they're they're not right yeah uh and given that i've i've like fallen into philosophy quite a bit like that's that's the beginnings of you know the rabbit hole right, of yeah, yeah, falling yeah. out of religion oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. um but uh i was also thinking about how uh whenever we're younger uh i took a developmental psychology class cause i was doing music ed mm. at uco um and so whenever you're a teenager uh your brain is still very egocentric and so like and so whenever like if something is happening to you it's like the end of the world oh yeah oh, yeah, definitely, yeah like, <laughs> and, and I, I still like yeah man like that's the worst because that's the worst time as, as a kid like especially mm. like that middle school time like the mm. awkward like you're going through puberty like the <laughs> acne thing like man like you don't you don't look attractive no one looks good <laughs> like i mean it's and people and that's when kids are mean too because mm-hmm. it's like you have the popular kids that all right. jerks to everybody and uh but they're also they're also oh like, but also they have nothing to talk yeah, about yeah. either like there's just like we're just the best looking of the shitty ones like i mean yeah, yeah. it's pretty much what it is um mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're also dealing with their own shit yeah, or whatever all, yeah like, but like everything that happens you feel like you feel like you're under a microscope it's mm-hmm. like you know like if something it's not it's nothing bad like say like you know like you were walking through I can't, I'm trying to think of something awkward that happened in middle school that like we you know that kids being kids were dicks about and laugh mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what something bad happened in school like um Oh, I think a kid like he like wet his pants or something like that. Mm. He didn't mean to. Like he was like mm. he was like ra- which was ridiculous. Like he was like I think he was like raising his hand to go to the bathroom and he didn't, mm. and like the teacher didn't see it or something like that. Mm. And I didn't. I just heard about this. Like it wasn't in my class, yeah, yeah. but like everyone cat, you know, everyone called that kid like pee pants or something like that. Yeah. Like he's like, hey man, like that's not even like, uh. <laughs> like that'll that'll fuck someone up. Oh too. yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like because uh, I mean. Um, another thing in, in developmental psychology, uh, not from that class, but just from uh, a documentary that I watched, there's like two things whenever you're growing up as as a kid um, that can sort of cause like mental disorders. Um, and it's either something happens that shouldn't happen or something that should happen doesn't happen. Um, some, tra- some traumatic. Yeah, yeah. Thing, and yeah. so it's like, one is like a trauma like that, and while that might be like a small thing for someone, it's like, oh, I peed my pants in class, and everyone laughed about it. But like, whenever you're at that state in your life, and you're so like egocentric, it's it it is the, the end of the world. Oh yeah, yeah, as yeah, you yeah, know yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and so that can that can fuck someone up. Yeah, and then yeah. on the other hand, it's like something 
doesn't happen that should happen. And so it's like, oh, like your your dad wasn't available uh, ever. And so it's like, oh, you just have this, you know, father figure that was always absent and you just don't know what to do with that. And so yeah, it's like yeah. something that doesn't happen that should have happened. Um, and so like growing up and dealing with like religion too, um, it, Freud has this thing with like, we look for, and Freud is, is, you know, very wrong at different times. (laughs) Uh, So, (laughs) um, but like his reasoning for why people, uh, seek out religion is because we're constantly looking for like a father figure. Hmm. I mean, I mean, mean, he's not wrong, I guess. (laughs) I mean, like, I mean. I don't know, like, who's to say he's wrong about that? I mean, I can kind of see his logic in that. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, uh, so whenever I had my falling out with religion, um, I was probably, like, more immersed in it because, like, um, I was raised Catholic, for Mm -hmm. one. Um, And so... I mean, every every denomination has like its own like oh, yeah. inner culture yeah, thing yeah. going, um, which doesn't make sense either to me. But whatever, whatever, <laughs> right, whatever. right. Um, but like, uh, I have my girlfriend become Catholic too, and like all that sort of stuff. And so we were like in it, and our best friends they weren't Catholic either, but uh, but we we're all like Christians and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I think for a while. I was kind of like what you were saying. You were like seeing the holes in the thing. And I was like, oh, there's that. And I would just like keep it to myself. I wouldn't like talk to anyone right, yeah, yeah, yeah. about it. And then I forget. No, no, no. Well, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. I was listening to Catch-22, um, which is a, it's set in World War Two. Uh, it's fiction, but um, uh, the story about, like, they were on a, a bomb run uh, in a plane and, like, their plane got hit. And the plane didn't crash, but, like, a guy in there, like, got, like, really badly wounded. Um, and I was, like, in the shower while listening to the audiobook, and I was like, there's no Satan. It's just us. Right. Weird, weird fucking shit up. Um, and so, uh, from that point, like every time I would go to church, I would just like, just like poke every single hole. (laughs) Um, I, I heard something like that the other day. I forgot what pod, I think it was off, I think it was off the Bodega Boys. They were talking about, uh, the the Bodega Boys podcast. I think that's what it was, but they were talking about how like, um, like, okay, so, like, the idea about, like, Satan, like, he was an angel, and then he was like, all right, I'm out of here, because mm. he, you know, like, he was tired of, like, he wanted to be, like, he wanted mm. to be God, and God's like, no, I'll kick you out, and he's like, fine, I'll just take all my, you know, all these <laughs> angels that were with me, and, you know, he kicked him down to earth, like, what, the, what so the story goes, mm. but, like, then he was like, so, he's like, so, Satan wanted to do that, so God kicked him out, and so he went and created hell, so people who don't believe in God go to Satan? He's like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> like he was like trying to. He's like, he's like, why would why would God send him to Satan when he didn't like him? Like he was like, yeah, he was yeah. like trying. I was like, 
damn, I've never even thought about that. Yeah, like well, that makes so much like I'm, wow. <laughs> there's there's a lot more because, and and this is the thing that like the more that you put any sort of logical reasoning yeah, into yeah, yeah. these dogmatic types of things, yeah. it's like all right, so Satan is is hell Satan's place. Is hell the yeah? Because like, because if it's hell, Satan's place. I mean, is it really that bad? Like, I mean, is yeah, it really yeah. as bad as like? Is it really like a fire? Like, was it? Is it mm-hmm. like? What if he's like, nah, man, we coming down here and we should play metal music? Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, and and there's this thing with um, uh, I mean, I'm like full on atheist, but like, there's this thing with atheists that like tend to embrace the idea of Satan. Um, and I like the idea of Satan, uh, one, because it's, it's scary to people. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's yeah, like, but like, oh, Satan, Satan. like, oh. like the thing is, like, I don't even think Satan's supposed to be scary. Like, right, right. why is he like always red with horns? Mm. Like, why do we always depict him like that? Like, supposedly like if he was an angel, then damn, that was a good looking motherfucker. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Or his like, or maybe he looks like Ted Bundy. Like maybe, like maybe, maybe. Like a... Yeah, yeah. Or Hitler? No, Hitler wasn't that good looking of a guy. I'm thinking of like evil people. Like yeah, Ted oh. Bundy was a good looking person. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. right. <laughs> I was trying to think of like other evil people, but like Charles Manson came around. Like oh god, no, he's, he's not not very good looking. Yeah. Either. Didn't he die recently? Right? Didn't yeah, he yeah, die he in did. prison recently? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whew. Talk about. Oh yeah. <laughs> Talk about. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Um, what what I really like about the idea of Satan is that um, he was the one that, like, convinced Eve to eat the apple. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What they... and, and so it's, it's cool because it's whenever you're trying not to be, like, sheep or whatever, you're trying to embrace knowledge, embrace right. information. And so literally to stay with God is to not seek out knowledge. Right, and uh, yeah, that is what kind of like, yeah, because, yeah, I guess if you, yeah, I've never really thought about it that way because looking back at it, it's like, you can eat from any tree, but not the tree of knowledge. It's like, so you don't want us to know anything. Mm. And then it goes back to the thing where it's like, well, like, you know, where Martin Luther, like, nailed the 99 Thesis on mm. the church. He was like, hey, what the hell are we doing? Like, you're basically telling all these people what to believe in because you're the only ones who can read Latin. Mm. Like, and that was like, which coming like that's a coming from a religious point of view, but also yeah. he was pretty right about that because it's mm-hmm. like all those people were telling what like mm-hmm. the or the, the I guess the masses basically mm-hmm. they were the yeah telling the masses basically what to do because they're like well it says it up here in Latin and uh, John so I gotta make this up real quick uh, just uh, right here in the book where you can't read but I can it mm-hmm. says yeah you can't sell that sheep to that guy man mm-hmm. oh man it must say that it says that in the Bible I guess I can't do it yeah. like you know like they make up <laughs> stuff like that exactly. because they were corrupt but like that was the whole thing about like his thing was like hey guess what like we're not all sheep like and so mm-hmm. I think like it kind of like comes back to that but then like it makes sense where it's kind of thinking about it, it's like so you didn't want them to have knowledge of anything mm-hmm. like that doesn't make sense yeah like, and so what, like, you wanted them just like chill in the garden like forever yeah because then always people are like man adam and eve like adam and eve ruined it for everybody I was like but did they yeah exactly like the they were the ones that like propelled further knowledge right cool uh, and so i like the idea of satan being like the, an arbiter for for knowledge uh <laughs> 
Um, and in a way, like science. <laughs> um, but I mean, then then it gets kind of crazy with like, uh, I mean, satanic rituals are, are odd, but then the actual Church of Satan itself is. Do you like watch? It, is, it's you, an atheist group. Do you, do you watch Silicon Valley? I don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's one of the characters that he's a Satanist, mm. and they go to a sat- Satan like like Satanist ritual. I guess mm. it's like a church or something like that. And like there's a hilarious scene about it where like the guys he's like. He's like, now we're gonna, we're gonna thank Satan for the bountiful dinner of Chick Fil A. He's like, I know it's made by those Christians, but man, can they make good chicken? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by the way, Chick Fil A still hates gay people. Right. Yeah, that's true. That is yeah. true. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know why. Like, what's the uh, what's the point? Like, yeah, you guys have pretty good chicken, but like, why? What's wrong with gays? Like, <laughs> what, well, wrong? it's because of the Bible. That's that's actually why. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but then that it's like, where where does it actually say that in the Bible? Uh, Leviticus and uh, there you in, go the uh, Old Testament yeah well it, it's also in a book written by Paul um, something about don't lay next to another man or something um, like no it, it, the translation is fuzzy in that there wasn't a word for homosexual back then and so it actually pertains to um like effeminate male prostitutes and so it was like culturally significant to the time right it was also Paul like, was kind of saying like effeminate male prostitutes can't go to hev- uh, can't go to heaven and if you pay for getting an effeminate male prostitute you might not either i i, I don't remember specifically that well, one but i do remember the effeminate male prostitute part um so it's just kind of. Eh. The, the, also, the thing like comes back that like, comes back to that. It's like you realize he was writing those letters to like actual like places, mm-hmm. not you. Yeah, like yeah. those were things that happening in that time. So yeah, yeah. like, what you're like? Oh, we can't do this because like <laughs> no, like no, like he was telling those people in Corinth what mm-hmm. to do. Like it wasn't not to yeah, you. Yeah. Like I was like a message to them. Like <laughs> hey guys, like this is what, like that's what I understand either. It's like also. That was 2,000 years ago. So, mm. like, nothing's even close to being, like, the same as it was then. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's still, like, values that you can get out of yeah, it, yeah. which is good. Like, oh, cool. Like, don't don't hurt people. Uh, you know, give some food to the person who's starving. It's like, hey, that these are genuinely nice and, things and, and to most, do. Uh, yeah, and, like, most of the parables are that. Like, most parables yeah. are pretty much, like, feel-good <laughs> stories about, like... Mm-hmm basically doing the right thing. Like yeah. how like how you don't be like what is that one where it's like the guy, the rich people like in the church, they didn't give any money to that lady who needed something and that one person they just had one coin and they gave it to mm. a person who needed something and they was kinda like, All right, so you rich people, you know, have all these money mm. to you know, to spare, but this guy who had the only mm. thing he had, he gave it up some like kinda it's yeah. like, okay, well that's actually like just being a good mm-hmm. person. Like that yeah, just yeah. comes back it's like that's just not even like religious. That's just being a right nice Good general person. Or the Bible's encouraging (laughs) socialism. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Um, But then uh, I was thinking of Chick-fil-A still. Uh, (laughs) Like (laughs) uh, how – well, the the reason they still – like it it blew up I think like a 
couple of years ago. That was like or five or, or six years, years ago. ago. Yeah, actually, I was in Georgia at this time when this happened. So, mm. ooh, man, those Southerners down there. They, <laughs> yeah, I have some family from Georgia. And, uh, they're, they're kind of messed up in their beliefs of stuff. But uh, Were they just kind of like, yeah, screw them queers. Yeah, yeah, basically it's mm. like, because like what they were doing is like people were coming inside and like kissing like what? Oh, oh yeah, yeah they were whatever, whatever. I think it was, or whatever, it was like two, or I think it was like twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. I think mm-hmm. you know, I think it was like twenty twelve when this yeah, happened. Yeah. And uh, like yeah, people were like coming to the restaurant like kissing because they're like because they're like we're not gonna serve gay people. Like, All right, we'll kiss in front of you. And I thought that was kind of funny. And they're like that just makes me sick. That's disgusting. I'm like, <laughs> what's so gross about it? Tell yeah. tell me what's gross about it. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> you're not into that, so it's gross. Yeah. That's rude. Yeah. <laughs> That's rude to think that way. Just because you're not into that. Yeah, yeah. It comes back to the whole thing about being being open-minded. Like, that drives right. me crazy about, like, both parties. Mm-hmm. Both Republicans and Democrats both say, like, we're open-minded to people. It's like, no, you're just open-minded right, to your right. side's beliefs as long as they mirror yours. <laughs> but guess what? If it's not like, you're not open-minded because you don't want to hear what the other people say because mm. you would work together if you were really open-minded. That's yeah, like, yeah. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and so I'm pretty sure that Chick-fil-A still donates to... I mean, they're Christian-owned, I know that. I mean, that's why they're closed on Sundays. Right, right, but they they still donate to, uh, like, anti-gay organizations that, like... Of course they do. Right, right. (laughs) Of course they do. And so, like, their charity donations that Chick-fil-A is giving out is going to, like, conversion therapy with, like... Yeah, Which they is... got to pray away the gay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I always love how like how ridiculous that sounds. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. pray away the gay. You're like, yeah. How? <laughs> right. Or how if, does one pray away the gay? <laughs> or if you're a really fucked up place, they do like electroshock, electroshock <laughs> therapy, which is just sick. S- yeah, yeah. Uh, satanic, if you will. Uh, <laughs> Sadistic. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I mean, but damn, it tastes so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the other thing, too. That's the other thing. Bummer, too. It's like hungover on a Saturday or hungover on a Sunday morning. I want a chicken. I want a spicy chicken biscuit. No! Yeah. <laughs> or it's just something with Chick-fil-A sauce because Chick-fil-A sauce is so good. And it's yeah. like, you guys are closed on Sunday. Just just like uh, poured a whole bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, I think you can make it yourself. I think was it like honey mustard and like... I would be surprised. Yeah, it's like honey mustard and some spices or something like yeah. that. It's not that complex. Yeah, I think I have the recipe for cane sauce somewhere in my Cane phone. sauce is pretty much the same thing. It's like Thousand Island or something. It's like some type. It's like Thousand yeah, yeah. Island or something like that. Like, yeah. If you want a good alternative to Chick-fil-A, Cane's, Cane's pretty good. Uh, do you, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same. No, but. it's not the same. But see, like, I always get in debate. Like, people, like, so, like, do you think Cane's is the best chicken? Like, chicken strip-wise? Because, like, I do like Cane's chicken, but, man, Chicken Express has really good chicken strips. I've never been in Chicken Express. See, and, other <laughs> pe- and a lot of people don't say, they're like, oh, I've never had chicken. It's like, yeah. like, yeah, their chicken tenders are really good. Oh, well, Yeah. I, See, I've, I've never had I've yeah, never yeah. had Popeyes and I've never had uh, Church's chicken. Okay, I've heard Popeyes is good, but I've never had Popeyes. Uh, Popeyes is like incredibly. I, I love the the range of this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Popeyes and kind of Church's as well uh, are 
are both like very, very greasy. Mm, okay. Um, Chicken Express is kind of greasy too, mm. but like not really. Like, <laughs> like, well, they serve it like what you get. Like, you get like the if you get like the number one meal, it's like a four piece tender with two sides, and they put a thing of gravy in there with it. So you're mm. like, yeah, this is probably not the best for you. Like, but I'm so good though. Right. Not the right. Gra- I don't. I'm not a gravy fan, so I'll just toss the gravy out. But still, like, <laughs> it's just like greasy fried chicken. It's just delicious. Yeah, yeah. Like. I still remember um, whenever I first came to the United States, uh, uh, I was born in Venezuela and came here the day I turned six. Um, So whenever I first came to the United States, I think uh, we had uh, Popeyes. Mm. And um, I kind of vaguely remember, like, (laughs) having this perception of, like, oh, like, America is all, like, greasy food or whatever. And I remember, like, even the biscuit like made the napkin see through. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's mean that means the yeah. food's good when yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> that means you got good eating there. That's a... <laughs> um so I mean yeah that was kinda like my first like oh this is <laughs> this is greasy American food. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> that's greasy in the McDonald's for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well McDonald's doesn't even like I don't, I don't know how you can, and I mean, yeah, I've had McDonald's in the past, not maybe not in the past year, but even still, uh, like, but I'm gonna call out my own hypocrisy whenever I see it. But you can't be a self-respecting person and still go to McDonald's, like, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, given the the everything, like just. You know enough about, you know, terrible mistreatment of, like, they're the terribly paid workers and right, mostly right. illegal. Um, and then how their farms are, you know. Supposedly, though, now they're, like, going to. Uh, sustainable? New, like, uh, real beef, like, not real beef. Um Fresh, fresh, not frozen. Like, because mm. you know, like they use frozen. They used to use yeah, frozen yeah. patties, but now they said they're switching to all their American stores are going to be uh, fresh ground, like fresh mm. beef, because they're trying to like compete with like Wendy's and people like right, that. Right. They don't freeze it either. Yeah, but I mean, it, like, still like mostly plastic, probably. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's still not stuff that's not great for you. Like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, live fast, die young, right? McDeath, <laughs> like it is McDeath. Like my like my friend like we'd use always we'd either call it McDeath or McDill holes because mm. like it's not nothing's good nothing good's there like it right, but, right. like it's still like it's so good but oh, it's yeah. not good yeah yeah well <laughs> you know some some evening that oh, I mean like McDonald's breakfast at like coming back from the studio like one in the morning's delicious though mm. especially because that's the only thing that's open to right so right like, oh, yeah exactly biscuit like oh this would be good yeah well that's the other thing it's like some night whenever it's like like didn't have dinner or something. It's That's like the only thing man, open. The only man, thing open. Yeah. I'm a gangbang. Sounds so good right oh, now. Oh, those are delicious yeah. too, like, man. <laughs> like, oh, you had to do the spicy McGangbang though. Mm. See, I get the spicy <laughs> McChicken, not the regular McChicken, because it's like so much better. Yeah. Well, I guess it's kind of what we get being like poor musicians, and uh, <laughs> I mean, I the other day uh, got off work at. 10, it was on Saturday. Got off work at 10 uh, and like Saturday night at the mall. So it was, uh, I guess we could go to like Taco Bell. Right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. 
But honestly, this was this was actually the first time that I had food at Taco Bell, and I was like, no, this was not good. This has not hit the spot. <laughs> Taco Bell's only good when you're really drunk. Mm. That's the only time Taco Bell's. See, well, I don't drink. <laughs> okay, well, then, yeah. See, like that's really when you're really drunk. You're really drunk. Taco Bell. Yeah, is great. Uh, it's interesting being on like the other side of the drinking, like, mm-hmm. um, because just just because I don't drink doesn't mean I don't like to hang out. Uh, I love being one like having other people uh, loosen up. Uh, oh right, yeah. yeah but exactly. like, um, or other people getting high too, because uh, as per this podcast, I'm capable of high conversations without being high. Right, right. And so uh, <laughs> I love hanging out with people, and because then I can like, ooh, I could like unleash and start asking all the high questions. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah, just kind of see see where they go. Right, right. Um, but uh, I get weird weird questions or like weird looks whenever I'm like, oh yeah, I, I don't drink and I don't drink coffee even. Oh um, really? You don't drink coffee? Yeah. Um, which Actually, is... man, I have to caffeine. <laughs> man, caffeine, like, I don't drink caffeine to start my day off either. Woo! I, <laughs> not, not good. Um, no, I think, I mean, I, I drink tea but I don't really notice like the caffeine. Oh, right. And it's probably because I just don't drink it in a regular right. fashion. Yeah, no, so. that, yeah, that's true. That's definitely true, yeah. And so I just, I mean, I'll I'll notice like I did last night whenever I was like still on adrenaline from freaking so much loud yelling or whatever. Right, and, yeah, yeah. For a rehearsal. But like other than that, like substances don't really. Uh, <laughs> oh, some people are that way. So, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Um, but, um, I don't know how to approach, like, playing at bars either, because, like, I haven't played it, I haven't played very much yet, um, but I have played at bars, so it's kind of like, do I, do I tell them to drink? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you definitely encourage them to drink, because if you, they're very drinking, they're definitely going to come up and tip you more. Yeah. They're going to have a good time, so you're definitely, <laughs> definitely, and I definitely always remind them to tip their bartenders, too. Yeah, yeah. No, I I do have that in mind. Um, What's, I mean, I kind of asked about this in the the band podcast, but like what's what's some of the live performance stuff that, uh, especially for me, like about to start playing a lot more, um, what's some stuff that I should keep an eye out for? Um... For me, I mean, I guess it's kind of it's a weird question coming from me because I'm all the way in the back sitting behind right, the drums. Right. Um, but, like, um, always trying to keep the energy up because, you know, you know, if you're into it and you're having fun, the most, you know, most likely the people watching you are going to be into it and having mm-hmm. a good time. If you're showing, you know, your intent and enthused playing in it and, like, actually, like, having, you know, having yeah. a good time and being in the song, losing yourself in the song, mm-hmm. will let people be like, okay, well then like if they're mm. enjoying it that much, you know, I'll actually like <laughs> listen because they're having a good time. Um, but like the, we played, this past Friday we played, um, I, I was telling you about it, Bison, which is yeah, at yeah. Norman. And um, 
we uh, there was this dude that we were. I think we were in like our second song. We started like our second second or third song of the night, and um, like where the stage is in that place, like um, where the drums were, like. We had the stage was like right next to where you walk into the door, and there was a like railing up, um, and so like where the drums were was like right where you walked in. So you like walked in and saw us on the stage to the yeah, right, yeah. and then the whole restaurant was just you just kept walking. Yeah, and there then there, there was a restaurant and bar, but we like right we were like right in the front, right when you mm-hmm. walked in the front door. And so this guy walks in, and he walks in, and he's like holding up a guitar over his head, and I was like, I hope this guy, and like I'm playing, I'm like I'm hoping this guy doesn't think we're like gonna ask him on stage, and yeah. like you know. And, and so I was like, this is weird. And then he was like dancing the whole time and like had it above his head. And so then we, we took our first break and we went out there and I was talking to some people who uh, came to the show and I was like, that guy was rocking around with the guitar and they're like, it didn't have any strings on it. I was like, oh, uh-huh. I was like, well, I was like, well, I couldn't tell from the drums. I was like, I just thought like he was just bringing it in like, hell yeah, I'm going to play with you boys. Yeah. And then so in our next set, he was like. He like held up like an Oklahoma like state of Oklahoma flag and was like waving around. Then like the next song, he had like a Texas state flag and was waving that around <laughs> and like was dancing with his guitar still and stuff. We we're like, man, this guy's having a good time. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's having a good time. Um, but it's always just trying to gauge the crowd too, because like you want to feel out what um, you want to do. Like when we played that punk show. There's a couple songs we dropped because we were like, ooh, this mm. is not going to go over with a punk crowd. Like, some of these slow songs won't go over with the punk crowd. Yeah. Um, and so it's always you kind of want to gauge your audience and see mm-hmm. how they're feeling and how they're reacting to you. <laughs> especially if it's a tough, like, we've played, we also played, like like I said, like or we, you know, we mentioned that, uh, how you know, we played, like, metal shows before. Right, right. And we were like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're playing for def- definitely a different crowd than, like, what we're used to playing in front mm-hmm. of. But, you know, if, if the songs are good enough, anybody can really acknowledge a good song. Yeah. And that's what it really comes down to, <laughs> I think. That it's like, if you know, if you're fair, if you're, it comes back to what I said at first, if you're confident and mm-hmm. you're having fun and you're enjoying yeah. what you're doing, then most likely the crowd's going to enjoy it and yeah. they're going to enjoy mm-hmm. hearing it because it looks like you're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I guess one of my concerns too is that like I've I've like a broad range of different things that especially in like an hour set list like I have a broad range of things that I'm going to cycle through. Oh it's right, like, yeah, I'm not yeah. just going to play rock songs, right? Yeah, and yeah. so and stuff gets uh, poppy sounding, and stuff gets jazzy sounding, mm-hmm. and stuff gets hard rock sounding, and so like. I have concerns about like how well certain things can go over. It's like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, here's a tool song, and then right after that, here's a song from a video game. Like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which I mean, I'm fine with it because I like all of the music. That's why I picked it. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, um, hopefully, people don't. <laughs> go like oh I came here for blank like you're what, giving that, me the blank scene from, the scene from Step Brothers play Piano Man he's like sir we're strictly 80's Joel Band he's like no Piano Man play <laughs> Piano Man <laughs> like don't do that it's like it's like someone like if someone requests a song like mm. I have a set list man I'm sticking to it mm. fuck off <laughs> <laughs> like that doesn't work I think like that that can work like you obviously wouldn't say that but like you could be like oh sorry sir we have our own stuff but like i guess if like if you're playing by yourself i guess like for you like 
definitely learn like the bar songs mm. because people want to hear those bar tunes. Mm. Like there's going to be like someone that yells, that yells. Obviously, there's someone going to yell free word, but that, yeah. that's kind of hard to pull off by yourself. Right. But, like, well, I'm 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 with a band right now at least. But um. yeah, like but just doing like the like. Pretty much like if, especially if you're just playing like you and an acoustic guitar, like definitely yeah, like yeah. learn like the bar tunes because people <laughs> kind of want to hear those. Especially if it's just a guy and a guitar, they just want to hear like little like you know country bar tunes and like okay. soft like soft rock stuff. I don't think. I don't know. Especially playing it's, around here. Right, right, yeah. It's it's hard because, um, ooh, art. I take art very. I treat it very specially. Yeah, yeah, and, and some people, and that's another thing that, like, uh, oh, excuse me, that another <laughs> that like people who aren't musicians don't understand, like, because like especially like, like I think like that drives me crazy. It's like how like how is like Taylor Swift popular? Like how do like, like <laughs> that's not even like good music. Like mm. that's like to me, it's like I don't even know how like how a regular person is like I love this song. It's like you, I guess like don't have any appreciation for music, but it's also just like, well, I guess, you know, obviously they're not a musician, so they don't even really mm. understand what they're really listening to. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good music coming from Taylor Swift, actually. Uh, <laughs> like, Oh, that's, um, just, that's just my opinion. Right, right, Or right. like in general, it's just pop music in general. It's just kind of like, how mm. is that popular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how can they be popular right now? Um, I mean... With Taylor Swift, I, I knew we were gonna make our way back to Taylor Swift somehow. Uh, <laughs> um, she has an excellent team. Oh no, yeah, she definitely knows what she's doing. Well, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know if she knows what she's doing, but I know her team knows what she's doing. <laughs> I mean, I would, I, the only reason I would say she knows what she's doing because she she surrounds herself. Sure, sure. With people, so she, in general, has, like, an idea of, like, how to be smart business-wise. Mm. And, like, because, I mean, hell, she makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole thing about, like, her last album was, like, on UPS trucks. You're just like, yeah, okay, that's yeah. crazy advertising. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, how do you even do that? Yeah. But, um, and then at this point, like, it doesn't even sound like... Whatever, whatever you think Taylor Swift oh, no. sounds she's like. She's not. Like, well, she when she first came out, she was country. Yeah, yeah, yeah And exactly. she's, ooh, ooh, <laughs> she's not even country at all. I bet she doesn't even play. Like, I wonder, does she still play guitar, like, at shows? No, I think so. Because she used to play guitar at shows. Like, does she, right, right. Um, or she's nah, just, like, do the so. pop thing now. Yeah, yeah. Do, like, dance moves and sing in a, mm-hmm. no, she does that now. Um, yeah, pretty much. Probably. She probably um, doesn't do her old stuff anymore either, probably. Right. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but, like, there's something interesting about the, uh, the, like, authenticity of different genres. Um, and so, like, whenever, it might have been, might have been a class or something that we talked about it, but, like, if if Tim McGraw, like, you know, he sings these songs about being country and stuff, and and then he, like, gets off stage and gets in his smart car and drives to his apartment. And, like, if if you, like, add those layers of things, then it's like, oh, ugh. Like, 
if you tell all of the audience that like, oh yeah, he got in his smart car and drove to his apartment and then watched Netflix uh, and watched documentaries about GMOs or something. Or like, watch, yeah. planet, watch Planet Earth 2 or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it's like, oh yeah, I don't want anything to do with that. But if it's like, oh yeah, let's go see gorillas. And it's like, that the, there is no gorillas. It's Damon Albarn with The Clash. Uh, and that's what they're doing. And, like, there is no authenticity in right. gorillas yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. all just... Cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I've never gotten to the gorillas, really. I've just seen, like... Uh, I guess, are they perf- live performances? Because they don't... Yeah, yeah. Because um, they don't, like, play... It's mostly... Damon Albarn, who's the lead singer of Blur, uh, with, like, everyone else being, like, The Clash. And hmm. he, like, features a lot of different musicians and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, there's 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 a real value in, in authenticity whenever playing, uh, I don't know, especially at, like, a bar or something. Right, if yeah. Uh, you should be the one playing the guitar or something. Because if if I were to come up there with a laptop or something, hit play. Depending on I don't know, what what bar would that not go well at? Playing a laptop in a bar. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what the playlist is. I mean, you can probably, <laughs> you can probably get away with it in any bar. It just depends on what the playlist has. <laughs> yeah, you just got to figure out where you're, what bar you're at. Yeah, like. oh, that's good to know. Because <laughs> I mean. No, I don't know. Uh, I have this perception of, like, you know, Oklahoma and bars and crap, but, like, it's probably not that bad. No, it's not, <laughs> it's not bad. And it's not, like, and not every bar is a red dirt bar. Like, you'll know, sure, sure. You'll know the country bars. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. It's, like, if, like, bars are, like, meant for booking live bands, they're, like, yeah, we want live bands. And it's, like, okay, well, then when we play there, it's, like, whew, you're getting a live band, pal. Like, mm. we are. We're, we're coming for you. Yeah, yeah. We're going to. Blow the doors out of this play, like we're we're like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's live loud music, so it's going mm. to be loud. That's what like I don't understand. Like people, it's like it's too loud. You gotta turn it down. Like yeah. you realize this is a live band, lady. Like yeah. you, you can't you can't just tap on a cymbal and it crashes. Like it doesn't work that way. It's not a crash. Yeah. Like it doesn't crash when you do that, ma'am. Like <laughs> sorry, like you gotta. <laughs> it's gonna be a little loud. Like sorry. <laughs> Sorry about you. You shouldn't have paid the cover charge. Right? Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you know a live band was playing? Yeah, I knew a live band was playing. Well, then why'd you come? Why'd yeah. you come? Why are you complaining about the sound when you knew it was gonna be loud? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, something else I was thinking about how um, genre plays into like so so different artists will like change their name or something whenever they'll like go into a different genre or something. Oh like didn't Garth Brooks do that with his metal out metal yes. metal project? Yeah. Right? Didn't he change whatever Yeah. Maybe it wasn't Garth Brooks. Or when it was Garth Brooks I have no idea. I'm pretty sure like one of those guys is like a full on character anyways. Yeah. So I can't there's some country artist that went like yeah, tried yeah, to yeah. do like more I had like rock a stage stuff. name. Yeah. I think Bowie did that stuff too. I mean, I guess right, like, yeah. Say like Bowie, kind of like kind of like guys that like. I don't think. I mean, bands can do it, but like, more of like, it's more of like a type of like individual artist who can mm. like, not assimilate. That's not the right word, but like, right, right. Um, 
conform to the genre. I guess that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Similar, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But like conform to like different like the eras of music. What like what Bowie did and. and um, I guess, like you say, Prince did the same thing, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't see a lot of bands that do that. Like, most bands that, like, change, like, coming, like, band that comes to mind in the mind that, like, see, you could, like, completely change was Bring Me the Horizon. Mm. Like, when they started, they were full-on metal. Mm. And then, like, now they're not. Like, now they're just, like, pop. Punk. Mm. Like, almost, like it's, like, they don't even scream right, anymore. Right. They don't even, like, distort their guitar. Like, it's not even the same band, but it is mm. the same band. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's more of, like, I think, like, that's more of, like, a selling out thing than, like, changing with the times. But I think bands have harder times doing that than, like, right, you know, right. individual artists can. Yeah. And, I mean, that's kind of the reason as to why I didn't pick, like, a, a name or something. Oh, right, yeah. Um, yeah. Is that I wanted to be free yeah. in, like... Oh, if I want to do like some compositions over here and some electronic music, and then here's my rock music, like it's it's all yeah, it's all yeah. me. Um, so I mean, <laughs> um, do you make like your own music? Do you put up put out? Uh, no, music? I don't put up my. Own. I mean, I'm writing. I write my own stuff. Like I have like all these ideas on piano and stuff. I'm actually working on with. A couple of like some singers here at ACM. We're working on like okay. co-writing some stuff together. I'm like, I have piano ideas, and like <laughs> I have some lyric ideas too. I'm just like, I personally think I'm bad at with coming up mel- with melodies. I don't hmm. like with the I don't like the melodies I come up with. Hmm. So I like having like being able to like like here's the whole song for you. Like yeah. play, like the whole like you know four or three minute however long it is. Like here's hmm. like all the sections everything like. And then, here, like, here's the lyrics, or like, how about you write lyrics to it and come up with a melody? Like, but yeah, here's yeah. like, the, like, mm. the song, like the actual like part of like, yeah, the body of the song, yeah. for you to go over. Like, that's to me like, I'm I'm better with coming up with like the music versus like the lyrics. Yeah, I can write lyrics and I can do it, but I just I <laughs> I'm a lot quicker with pumping mm. out. I can pump out like a music music for a song in like ten minutes. Yeah. So is, is there, is there ever going to be like a Alex Henry? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, I would have to like. I mean, obviously, I could do the singing on it and like the obviously the drums on it and stuff like that. But I would have mm. to have other people like if I wanted guitars and stuff, I would have to have other mm. like have like feature like my like I'd probably ask Griff to play like guitar on it. All right. And, and you know stuff like that to help me because he and I are actually are going to work on. Next semester, you and I are going to work on a metal project together. Cool. So we're gonna, <laughs> that's going to be a, like a dual thing that he and I kind of want to put like you know write like three or four songs and do like a little like metal EP. But cool. I think that'd be a cool project to do. But like, yeah. As far as like individually, no. I would really like to like be with somebody like other than like Pack and Pluto. Like I would want to write mm. with like say like doing like like all the piano stuff I've written. It's kind of like more. I guess like Billy Joel. I don't know. Like I hmm. wouldn't call it. I guess it's contemporary. I don't know. Contemporary. I guess. I don't, sure. Like it's not really. In a, <laughs> it's not really in a genre. Like, mm. um, but like I would want to like have like. Um, I mean, it'd be a girl. Like the idea would like have like a, be, like work with a girl and like being like kind of mm. like not like John and June, but like mm-hmm. you know like you know like the type like type of thing like that where it's like. I'm, like, playing the piano, like, doing, like, all the instruments and stuff, and she's mm. singing and, like, doing the lyrics. I think that would be kind of cool. Like, I've always th- thought it would yeah, be kind of yeah. cool to, like, work with a girl, like, mm-hmm. work, work with, like, uh, 
doesn't have to be a girl. I would like to work with a girl yeah. just because I think I I just I think it'd be cool to have girl like girl singing. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of like. Well, that. no, I, I I get that sentiment too because there there are a lot of times when like I'll write something and I'll be like, this is much better on a female voice. Yeah, and that's like the kind of idea is like I think like a lot of stuff I write for like pianos like would work better for a girl singing it anyway. Mm-hmm. So like that's what I was like thinking like I like I would love to work with. Yeah, but uh, you know, a vocalist like a female vocalist because that, I think that would be just so much fun because I think it'd be really cool to create stuff. Which I'm working with someone right now, so I think it'd be kind of I'm yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see what uh, <laughs> she and I can do to um, what it sounds like. Because like if we do stuff like you know, if I do stuff like that, like I'll sing on it too. Mm. Like I don't like singing on the packing Pluto stuff. Like I'll mm. sing in the studio. Like I'll record harmonies with Daniel in the mm. studio because I can. But I don't like singing live because <laughs> I grew up in church playing drums and singing and doing it. But I just don't like. Well, especially like the mics in one place, and you have to stay there, and you can't like move around, yeah. like you like, can like get into it. So it's just it kind of for me, it takes away from like my drum parts. Yeah. So I don't like to sing live, but like if I did this project, I definitely would be singing mm-hmm. uh, with uh, you know whoever whoever ends up being with you know I end up working with. But like yeah, that's yeah. that's a another goal I kind of want to have too that I've kind of come across like in the past three years or something like other than like <laughs> this band, I kind of want to have like another like individual like solo thing that I'm doing mm. that also is different from packing for Pluto mm-hmm. yeah, that has a different sound. So I think yeah. that's something that I kind of <laughs> have been, you know, working on a lot recently. Yeah. Well, I mean, since you have like such a like metal influence, do you think that like that's where you would lean or do you just, Oh, for like individual, like, yeah, writers, yeah. like for like another project. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, like if I'm doing like metal stuff, like I said, I'll probably like the project that the Griff I'll work on is a metal project, and I would mm-hmm. definitely like be hands down. I would join a metal band, you know, <laughs> play drums in a metal band for sure. Um, but no, like this would be something completely different. Like it would just be kind of like um, my idea behind it is kind of like um, like mellow, like kind of like not surf rock, but just kind of like. <laughs> hanging out like listening to like just some good like just <laughs> chill like not piano bar music but just kind of like that <laughs> has like a good groove and just like good vibe like i guess like a good vibe music type stuff like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be anything crazy like complex <laughs> it would just be kind of like you know hanging out like songs about real life yeah like and like because i want to you know write songs about like you know i think it's really cool to write about stuff that um like, and you can do, like, the cliche shit, like, you know, like, love and stuff like that, which sure. we do. Like, we have back in Pluto songs. Two of them are about love. Well, three of them are about love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, you know, you can do that. But I like being able to write, like, um, I want to be able to write I'm, and working on myself as a lyricist because I, I really, like, mm. I want to be able to write stuff that comes to my mind and, like, write about, like, real issues and stuff. Right. Because, like, one of my favorite songwriters uh, – of all time is Ronnie Van Zant, who is who's the lyricist and vocalist for Leonard Skinner, oh, who okay, was okay. before he died in '77. But mm. he was their original, like he started the band. Mm. He was their original vocalist, and what I really like, like his idea, like he didn't write any of his lyrics down when he wrote them. Hmm. He said, "If I can't remember in my head and singing them back when we played the song, they're useless." Hmm. Like, if I can't remember, and I never, I'm like, "Wow, hmm. that's so true." Like if your lyrics, like he wouldn't, he's like, "If I if if they're not." good enough for me to remember they're not good enough to put on a piece of paper hmm. and like that's so true like if you, <laughs> like i've just that way of thinking it's so cool because it's like man that's it's a, like uh, 
next level way of thinking about right. stuff and like a way to approach it. But I just really, I like like all the songs like that he wrote. Of course, now like people associate them with like you know like Confederate flag and stuff like that. But like sure. back then, they like he wrote stuff songs about he wrote a song about gun control mm. back in the seventies, and they were banned from the South. You wouldn't think that a guy <laughs> from the South would write about gun control, right? Like, um, and he, you know he'd write about like real life issues and stuff, and like not doing like you know like don't do heroin, like, all, you know, everything that was going on. It's like, you know, everyone thinks this is so cool, but it's not. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's just stuff about, like, real life and general stuff. So, I mean, yeah. like, that's what kind of, like, I want to get into, like, more working on lyrics that kind of, like, can help, like, people relate to, like, everyday stuff. Like, yeah. not just, like, write a love song, not just write it, like... Yeah, like, I actually find it hard to write love songs. And I, I think it's really easy to write a love song because you can, like, relate to, like, the heartbreak. So you can just like go off like your heartbreak and like like write like I mean, be a, I mean that's kind of like being a I guess like I don't want, I don't want to say pansy but like <laughs> being like a bitch about your feelings like oh I'm so heartbroken I'm gonna like you know like type of like thing like I but it is yeah. it is really is easy to bitch and complain about that stuff in a song about oh my, you know she left me this is sad like all this like it's easier to write a song about heartbreak and love yeah. than it is like. That's what, like, I'm, that's what's I haven't felt I, that way in eight years. Oh, no, I haven't felt that. Yeah, I haven't felt that way, man. I don't know the last time I had a girlfriend. Like, I don't even, <laughs> like, I even, like, I'm so, like, happy with being single. And it's just, like, this is mm. nice. Like, you know, it's it's nice living by myself and not having to worry about right. anybody else. But it, go, back, going back <laughs> to that, right. but, like, I want to be able to write lyrics about just real life and topics mm. that, like, people can relate to. Yeah. You know, it's just stuff that about, like, you know, you'll be able to tell a story with a song, and that's like the mm-hmm. hardest thing for me because I think that's so cool when you can tell a story with a song. Yeah, that's that's actually a lot of what I've been trying to do lately. I like, I like, fell upon doing it. Um, oh right, yeah. And like at first, it was just kind of like, here's a song about something, but then it started being a story, and right. so I kind of like caught a trend of like writing. Um, like hypothetical stories like mm. i just make up a story and this is oh, the right, trend yeah, of the yeah. song this is the feeling of the song uh so like one of one of my favorite songs that i've written is called uh late and it like it's like came to me uh in a in a weird way like sometimes songs take like a long time oh, to yeah. like just oh, crank yeah, through yeah, it yeah, but yeah, like yeah. this one's just like here's this Here's the next thing. Here's the next That's thing, so nice and it's happened. done. Yeah, it's so nice when that happens. <laughs> but like, uh, it's like a story about uh, trying to get to a funeral of a family member that you didn't get to know well enough. Mm. And like, I've never had a family member pass away uh, that I was close to or anything, or uh, wanted to be close. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. But like the story was there and I'm like really proud of that song. Oh yeah. It, yeah. It, it tells the story in a, in a cool way. And so I've, I've taken to writing hypothetical mm. songs, um, which is a lot of fun because, because yeah. that way you're not relying on, you know, your own life experiences. I, I, weird I've been I went to school and then I graduated from high school and then I continued going to school and I'm still in school so it's like what kind of experiences do I have right yeah Uh, (laughs) no that's what like I know like there's like um, 
you know the Steve Miller band song "Take the Money and Run." The story about it's, it's literally like it's like the songs like the very first lines like here's a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue, mm-hmm. uh, it's about like two people ro- robbing a bank, but mm-hmm. it's like a comical song. And it's just kind of like that's something that's like that would be fun to write too. It's just something like goofy kind. Yeah, yeah. we kind of did that like on the on like Pack of Food like our our song called Bum Bum Bums kind of like mm-hmm. goofy like this guy is the world's. You know, yeah, it, yeah, apocalypse yeah. is happening. And he has no idea because he's too into the music. Like, mm. kind of like goofy that way. But like, I just kind of like the idea of like being able to tell. I think it'd be funny, like, t- to have like a funny story to tell in a song mm-hmm. because it's like, uh, like, and like you <laughs> know, and like it, not. Be, like, it could be like a long joke, you know, like where the punchline's like right at the end. I think that would be kind of yeah, a really yeah. cool like way to write a song. Mm. And they'd be like, you're not expecting like, yeah, yeah. for something funny to happen at the yeah. end. Yeah, and it's. It's really cool to do that, too, whenever you're telling a story with a song. I really appreciate it whenever songs have choruses that, like, whenever you change one word, it, like, progresses the story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, like, one or two words, it's just like, hey, the chorus is just slightly different. Still the instead chorus, of like but fear, Like, instead of fear, they said, like, found or, or something, yeah, you know, something yeah, exactly. like that, where it's like, oh, they kind of changed, like, that changed, like, the idea behind the idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was on the second one, or at least I tried to uh, ask for the last thing is uh, instead of what advice, uh, what have you been uh, watching, listening to, and or playing if you're playing video games uh, that you like want to? So tell I'm people big. Are about? you? Are you? I got felt like fell into this rabbit hole last summer. Um, <laughs> Like, have you seen like the Flash or the Arrow, like Arrow or any I of those haven't. TV series? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got into that because all those are on Netflix. Like, yeah, all, yeah, like yeah. The Arrow, the Flash, and like Legend and Gotham. Le- Gotham, Gotham is different from the Arrowverse. Oh, okay. Gotham is a great show, though. If you haven't <laughs> seen that, watch. I've been watching that since it started, like in 2014, mm-hmm. and that show is amazing because it's about how, like, it's way before Batman's. Like, you, mm-hmm. it starts with Bruce Wayne's parents getting murdered, mm-hmm. and it's about Jim Gordon about. He's just a detective then about how mm. he, he becomes captain and like all, and like the origins of Ed Nigma as the Riddler mm-hmm. and the origins of Penguin and how like Jerome mm-hmm. became the Joe. Like it's like how like like it's an, it's an origin story. So it's a great series. Yeah. It's already on the fourth season, and mm. Bruce is already like almost becoming Batman. So it's mm-hmm. like it's taken that long for that stuff yeah, to yeah. happen. Um, <laughs> but like the Arrowverse is another like the Arrow and the Flash and all those shows are great. Mm. Um, but um, I really like. That's what I've been really getting getting into lately. Like, uh, I don't play. I have a PlayStation Four, but mm. like, I only play like a couple video games. Like, sure. I'm a huge uh, FIFA fan. Okay. So um, I'm almost always playing FIFA, mm. and uh, I also like. Um, I got the new Call of Duty game. <laughs> that was a fun one. That was a while ago. Um, I'm really World War Two, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm really waiting for Red Dead Two to come out. Like mm. that's I already pre-ordered that. Nice. And it's supposed to come out like I think in it's April. It's coming this year. Yeah. Like eight, like think he's like the guy told me at GameStop it's spring of 2018. No, it's, it, it's later. Um, he said spring of 2018. That's what he told me. It, so it may it may be like I, June. I, I, it may I keep be up June. with with these dates. Um, it's like I think. Or he may have just told me that, so I would pre-order it. Yeah, well, it it might be. 
summer or like yeah, late summer, like right, August or right. something. Well, when he said spring, he may have said meant June too, because June's technically still in the spring. Sure. So he could, I don't know what day it was, but he was just like, it's coming out in spring. And I was like, sure, I'll put 10 bucks down for yeah. it, whatever. <laughs> but, oh no, I also got like the, I've been playing Wolfenstein recently too. That's a pretty crazy oh, concept yeah. to a game. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a real weird story. You're just kind of like, wow, if the Nazis did win World War II, mm-hmm. ooh, let's be fucked. Like, ooh, we'd be fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, those are like, if... Those are some TV shows. If you have time, like I did, I got dry. I binged them all over the summer because I, mm. I just I had a part time job, so like I didn't work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Nice. So I literally just just watched binge those, and they're like forty two <laughs> minutes an episode. But like, I got into them. one because I, I like. I'm not a comic book fan, but I like DC better than Marvel. So mm. I've always like. I've always liked Superman and the Flash and mm. Batman, and, the, and so I was like, yeah, I'll watch these. Yeah, and they're really good shows. Yeah, and like the actors and everyone are all like, yeah, good. It's a shame that the uh, movies are. Oh, I know the movies are so terrible. Terrible. Only, Wonder Woman was good. Wonder Woman was. I really liked good. Wonder Woman, and I, I liked. I wouldn't say I liked it, but I, I hated the Man of Steel movie. Mm. That was really hard. Like it. It made me nause like I was nauseated watching it because huh. of like all like all the green screen and like this like like how like how they made Zod and Superman fly was just like yeah. really come on man like that's kind of ridiculous yeah I never um, watched you it. never saw it yeah. I watched then the second one like the dot like Batman vs Superman yeah, yeah. that one was eh. <laughs> it was okay it was better than Man of Steel but hmm. it wasn't that great and yeah none of those DC movies have been that good like I was I I thought Suicide Squad was decent. I'm not a fan. Like, I'm e- and also I'm like I'm easily entertained. So like, it, it didn't like oh, like oh that movie was terrible. I'm like I mean it's, it is what it like. I watched it and I mm. thought it was decent. Like it sure sure. I won't watch it again. But yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. think it was like oh that's awful. Like, you're you're not watching these to like. You know, oh, I want a coherent story with right, no yeah, plot yeah, holes yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, like, this is super. Well, and also, movie. like, yeah, and I know what I'm watching, so yeah. I'm not even gonna like think about it that much. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, like yeah. when you're watching like Die Hard, like how ridiculous Die Hard is, but you don't think about how ridiculous sure, Die Hard sure. is when you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're watching. Die I still Hard. think that I still think that it would be great if if they were to make another Die Hard movie. Well, I supposedly they are. I don't um, know. It needs to be called Old Habits Die Hard. <laughs> 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 That the last one they made was oh, Live seven. Free or Die yeah, Hard. Live Free or yeah. Die Hard, yeah. Where the dude who, I'm a Mac, was the... <laughs> I, I never watched you never saw, Live well, Free the, or Die the, Hard. The guy who was like McLean's, like, mm. I guess sidekick, not sidekick. <laughs> he was like a hacker. Um, he was the dude from the, you remember, like, I'm a Mac. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, a PC. Yeah, yeah. He, was the, like, he was the guy who was a Mac. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I can't from I can't remember the, he was yeah, also yeah. the guy who's in um, accepted, accepted the movie yeah, yeah, yeah. that movie's like, that movie's funny that's an excellent movie. Uh, where do we get, uh, take the order for a dozen kegs what did they say on the phone oh you said a dozen eggs mom <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why but I'd seen that movie like so many times that's a good movie like, yeah. that's that's like Jonah Hill's like one of his first movies yeah, like, yeah. he's super young in that <laughs> so so good um uh, and then uh, listening to what are you? Oh, listening to um, I guess I guess I, I said last <laughs> I said like when you had the band on I said I've really been getting into Jason Isbell lately. Mm. I never I never thought I'd be saying that, but like I really do dig his stuff, and I've been listening to a lot of, like stuff I have to do for school band. Sure. 
I've been I have to listen to those songs. I don't want to. I've been kind of lazy with my school band stuff, so I that's my that's my fault. I probably shouldn't be lazy. So I, I need to learn my stuff, so I, I've been kind of lazy with that recently. So um, listening to like just like we're doing like um, Champagne Supernova by Oasis. Like we're doing mm. so like listening to that song. I'm like listening to like a Journey song. I'm not a Journey mm. fan, so. It's hard to like listen to some mm. stuff that you don't like. You're like oh, right, I don't right. Like playing this, I have to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I think that's the that's the hardest thing. But like choosing, like listening wise, I mean, I been listening to a lot of Pac and Budo stuff recently because mm-hmm. I've been mix working on mixing and editing uh, stuff. Yeah. So I've been listening to a lot of our stuff, mm. a lot of our new stuff recently. Um, but pretty much like I almost listen to podcast radio shows more mm-hmm. than I do music like, yeah, like yeah. I was telling you like that radio show I listen to it's the Dan Levitard show with Stu mm-hmm. like I always listen to that show every day mm-hmm. um, and then like I'll listen to like the Bodega Boys podcast or like yeah. other stuff that like and there's like wrestling podcasts because <laughs> I'm, I'm a wrestling fan mm-hmm. so I'll like listen to like wrestling podcasts or like and like there's a there's one that's like uh, for soccer they do in the UK it's called mm-hmm. Men and Blazers and I'll listen to that have you seen um Wrestling isn't wrestling, by um, mm-hmm. it's it's a YouTube video, by um, Max. Gosh, mm. I can't remember. No, no, I haven't seen it. Um, uh, look it up. It's it's hilarious. Um, he he gets like a bunch of like, like, pretty like, not huge actors, but it's like, this person's in here. This person's in here. like it, it's really funny, but it's like it's telling the story of like one person in wrestling and telling it not like it's in wrestling oh, right. but telling yeah, yeah, it as yeah. like like a soap opera basically because it kind of is uh, right that's all i mean that's all professional wrestling is is a yeah, real yeah. soap opera where they just beat each other up basically yeah yeah, yeah. um but um wrestling is wrestling it's, it's pretty funny um yeah um are are you, are you good those all the things that you yeah i mean i really mm-hmm. can't think like what i mean <laughs> other than like all, like especially like working on like I'll be listening to metal stuff so like yeah. I know like there's not a lot of new like metal records that have come out recently though that I've been listening to mm. I know there is like if I'm ever feeling down or something like that I know I'll just stick on a good old I'll just stick on a, a vinyl of you know Skinner or hmm. uh, Pink Floyd or you know Grateful Dead something like that like old, yeah. like that also is like like classic rocks also just really calms me down mm. like with like Remember stressed out or something like that? It's like, oh, just let sweet melodies of the guitar <laughs> gods take me away. Like, you know, like... Yeah. Um, as for me, uh, watching, I recently watched a uh, it's a documentary series on Netflix called Dirty Money. Hmm. I've seen that. I was. I, I it is. Looked, it kind of looked interesting. It is really good, very informative, but also like infuriating mm. because it's just like, it's telling you these stories of like, oh, here's a way that like this corporation is incredibly corrupt. Oh, or right, incredibly yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And like, they always end in like, because it's it's real. It's not supposed to be satisfying, but they always end and it's like, and this is still happening. They still haven't been prosecuted right, right. for it. They still like, so every single episode is just like, uh, they're they're still getting away with this. And you're just like, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Black, Black Mirror, have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I watched, 
was it the very first episode? The mm. one where he <laughs> has to fuck the pig? Yep, that one? That's the first episode. Yeah, I, and I didn't think, like, I was like, I was like, they're not going to show this. They're not going to, and I was like, wait. And, like, they show him going in the room. I was like, no, nah, I'm fast-forwarding this. So I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm not. And then, like, I just fast-forward to where he's, like, throwing up in the bathroom. I'm like, yeah, I can't believe they showed that. Like, good, good grief. But I haven't watched another episode, but I... I hear that's not like it's it's not episodic. Like each episode no, is different. It's like Twilight like, Zone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, there's two happy episodes. <laughs> that's encouraging. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's so good. It's such a good show. Well, um, I like the episode. I was yeah. just like, man, that's whew. yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking it was like what I've heard. Of, I thought like you could kind of like watch like two or three episodes and I was like oh I don't think I can take another one like it's just so intense I was like I think you're just kind of like you only can like watch one of these at a time like yeah yeah. pretty like (laughs) um but yeah I haven't watched other than that I have actually been watching uh RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars actually um because uh drag is awesome (laughs) uh I mean some people like you're into wrestling like drag Drag is awesome. Um, but, um, and then playing, I've been playing Pyre, uh, uh, indie game by Supergiant. Um, and it's really, really good. It's just, I can't find enough time to play right, video yeah. games. Um, but the, the last game that they made is still my favorite game, uh, Transistor, which is like what my phone case mm. is. Um, but um do you what do you what's your what's the system you have that just your <laughs> um so you just get stuff like off steam yeah, yeah just uh indie games that my computer can run um there's a lot of good indie games yeah like, like... um there's a lot of a lot of indie games have really good music too mm. um uh the developer of pyre uh has really good soundtracks um so, um, and then what also, uh, listening to, yeah, I haven't been listening to much music either. I've been listening to Disaster Piece, who is a composer for, uh, indie video games, uh, and, um, still clipping quite a bit. Um, uh, clipping is a, a rap group, mm, uh, okay. not, well, it's one rapper and two producers. Um, they were here at Metro Music Fest last year. Um, and, uh, after their first album, uh, he doesn't rap in first person. Um, interesting. Yeah. So, and then their third album is a concept album, um, that is an escaped slave on a spaceship in the future and the AI falls in love with him. Okay. All right. Um, it's great. It got nominated for a Hugo Award. Yeah. Huh. Uh, <laughs> so um, there's that. Um, but I've been listening to, um, I've been catching up on Philosophize This, which is a philosophy podcast. Um, it's literally just from the beginning of philosophy all hmm. the way up oh, to well, whatever cool. he's getting to. Okay. And so um, the one I'm on is Hegel right now. So uh, Hegel is dense, but. Uh, <laughs> I utilize uh, the idea of the dialectic in like a hypothesis I'm okay. working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's cool. Uh, or like thinking about, it, I guess. Um, 
Anyways, this is enough rambling about <laughs> stuff. Um, where can we find your you and your things? Um, I'm on Twitter at uh, Who's Henry Alex, and then um, all the packing for Pluto stuff. Uh, we have a website, packingfluidomusic.com, and then everything's just at packing for Pluto for all of our yeah social mm-hmm. media handles. So yes, yeah. that's, that's same music. It's fun. It's cool. It's groovy. It's, it's different. Yeah, we, we don't stick to. Oh, yeah. The same genre, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. And then I might be singing for you guys, maybe? For a little bit, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, when, we're, yeah when our singer leaves, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that should be fun. Um, I need to continue to just, like, listen to the stuff on repeat is what I need to be doing. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, oh, uh, yeah, so I'm Santiago Ramones. Alex Henry. You can find all the stuff that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music, which you can uh, download or pay for on Bandcamp. Uh, you can leave reviews on this podcast through the podcast app or leave comments on the website or on YouTube. Uh, let me know what you think. And I always end my podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong.